DDL2. You worthless piece of trash. It should have been you and your friends. Um, okay. Everyone stops taking notes for a second, and my mouth dries right up. I look down at my feet, my favorite red flip-flops and the stupid silver polish on my toes, and remember how this used to happen in junior high. The year I became friends with Brielle Greggs, eighth grade, I was hopeless. We got paired up in speech, and I was sure she'd hate me when she saw how jittery I got during presentations. I don't like to be the center of attention. But Brielle was, still is, fearless. She'd smirk at the whole class and start babbling on and on about the death penalty or leash laws or whatever random topic we were supposed to give a speech on, and I'd stand there, her mute sidekick. Mr. Needy, really, that was his name, would say, and Sarah, what do you think, all pointedly. I'd open my desert dry mouth and nothing would come out, but Brielle would chirp, she agrees with me, obviously, she did all the research, and we'd get an A. Anyway, now I'm back to dry mouth land, and Brielle isn't here. She's doing her own interviews, I guess, somewhere else, with her own lawyers. We're not supposed to talk to each other, and we haven't not in more than two months. So here I am, expected to tell the lawyers more bad stuff about Brielle, because basically that's what this is all about. Like that stupid day in the locker room, that was really Brielle. Everything about what happened to Emma, it wasn't me. I mean, actually, it wasn't any of us. It was Emma. No one hung the rope for her. And even before that, it's not like Emma was innocent. At all. She was the one who... Ms. Wharton... I keep taking these long pauses, I guess. The AC should be keeping us all awake, but it's been at least an hour since I finished the Diet Dr. Pepper they gave me, and I just feel zonked. I'm still turning the empty bottle over and over in my hands. The wrapper is all loose and saggy, and I start to tug it down, like I'm taking off the bottle's clothes. I want to curl up into a ball and sleep for a million years. I sleep a lot these days. It's the easiest way to keep my mom off my case, and to keep from having to explain all of this to my brothers, like there's any way to explain it to anyone. I take a deep breath. Okay, yeah, so it was a Tuesday. Emma was getting changed. I mean, we were all changing clothes. It was the locker room. We had to get ready for gym. Everyone has started scribbling again. I feel itchy, like my skin is too tight, I throw my weight to one side, trying to make the cheap office chair I've been sitting in for all this time more comfortable. No dice. I wonder if the intern thinks I'm pretty, but then I remember that no one does, not anymore. He thinks I'm a monster, just like everyone else. Besides, I'm sure I don't look pretty, in my dumb cutoffs, with my hair pulled back messily, wearing a smidge of mascara. It's been hard to eat much lately, so I feel sort of thin, but not in a good way. I glance at Natalie and go on. Brielle asked Emma why she, you know, why she was talking to Dylan so much. Mr. Howe? I carefully don't roll my eyes. Yeah, Dylan Howe, my boyfriend, at the time. And now my ex-boyfriend, mostly, or something. And what did Miss Putnam say? I shift to the other side of the chair. She didn't say anything. I mean, by that point, she knew Brielle was mad at her. And why do you say that? 
The lawyer I don't really know isn't even looking up while she talks to me. I scowl at her hair. It's that shade of blonde that older women think is young looking, but actually just makes them look even older and more out of date than being like gray-haired wood. Everyone was mad at her. Everyone knew she was texting all these boys all the time and that she was totally obsessed with Dylan. Brielle thought she was a psycho and so did everyone else. My voice goes up and hot intern is looking at me kind of sharply. It's been a long time since I talked to new people about all this and I kind of forgot how much people hate me. Even Natalie gives this little sigh, like she's sick of my crap. But it's not crap. Everyone thought Emma Putnam was a pain in the ass. We didn't kill her, but I'm sorry, that doesn't mean we liked her. And now that everyone's decided we did kill her, or at least sort of, I think I like her even less than I did when she was alive. And what did you and Miss Greggs do? I don't answer right